Which brings me to truth-telling and how to argue against willful deniers. Think climate science, vaccines, who brought down the World Trade Centre. You know it very well by now. Tim Flannery will be with me next weekend at the Beaker Street Science Festival in Hobart, which is always a treat. And if you're in Tasmania or nearby, do come along. Here's a sample. Tim Flannery, when we go on in Hobart, looking forward to it, in Beaker Street, to talk about changing someone's mind. Have you ever changed someone's mind about something that was really, really significant scientifically? Look, I think I've changed the mind of people who are perhaps undecided or who haven't had enough information to act. And when they read a compelling argument, that allows them to act. People who have an emphatically different view, I'm not sure I've ever convinced anyone. And I'm not sure it's even worth trying to do it, to be honest with you. Indeed. Well, that's uh, to some extent what Bertrand Russell implied, as we shall discover a bit later. But what about any techniques that there have been, if you want to try? Some people suggest that if you find something you have in common, you know, like looking after our families, or you, you take that indirect way of trying to get shared knowledge or shared feelings, is that practical? I, I think so. And that's really about building trust. So I, I know I've spoken to a well-known climate skeptic in Western New South Wales a couple of years ago, who was just anti-me, thought I was the new high priest of the new green paganism. So, so anyway, but um, we had a talk afterwards and I listened to him and I tried to just draw him out a bit, asked him what he did. Turns out he was an accordion player, piano accordion player. And I said, you know what? I've just taken my first lesson on the piano accordion. And at that moment, the doors opened. and We were great friends and there was dialogue. Not that he was convinced, but at least he discovered I was someone perhaps worth listening to. And I know, you know, when I was climate commissioner, we went all around the country talking and the key there was to be humble, to make sure people understood it was their night not to have anything between you and them, you know, just give a presentation and then open for questions and stick around for a cup of tea afterwards. And that was marvellously effective. You know, I found a, I remember being in central Queensland in the coal mining area and uh, there was one big bloke in the audience, you know, about six foot six, he looked like to me, and I could see the coal in his skin, you know, that kind of, I don't know, his trouble, you know, because his hand went up. First question after the presentation, we're in for it. But he said, look, I, I, he said, I used to be a farmer and thank you for explaining the role climate change played in sending me bankrupt. He said, the droughts and floods and things just pushed us out of business. He said, I've got two daughters and I had to make a living, so I'm now working in a coal mine. He said, can you tell me, am I doing the right thing? And that, you know, that's the sort of dialogue you can have when you open up a bit with people. But you have to be willing to listen and have your mind changed as well, I think, to make progress. Key to it. And... Uh the present circumstance with so much evidence around the world, all those incredible fires. And when I was in the Arctic, it was hotter than it was in Sydney. I couldn't believe it. People were wearing bikinis. Well, bikini tops going up mountains in the Arctic. And so are you surprised by how the anti-climate science brigade is still going strong? Well, I, I look at the Australian online every day just for a bit of entertainment, and it's remarkable how I'm sure most of their clientele's in Europe having a summer holiday, but not a mention of the dangers of climate change there. So I don't know what to make of that. Some of the paid professional skeptics seem to be going as strong as ever, and I guess that's their job, you know, regardless of whether it's right or wrong, like some of the people who sell cigarettes, they just keep doing their job. But there's got to be a way to stop that because the lies at the moment are becoming dangerous climate change is becoming so severe that you're putting people in the way of danger if you don't alert them.
to what's happening. And the lies, of course, have slowed us down over the past decade, and we can quantify the cost of that. So there has to be a, a, a legal reckoning for that. Someday they'll have to be in court to face the consequences of their actions, and I really believe that's true. I don't know quite what form that court case will take, but, but, but it has to be because we can see the damage accumulating and we can't allow it to continue. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in Beaker Street in Hobart. Indeed, Robin. It's going to be great fun. Tim Flannery with some ideas about how to argue against a vehement critic of accepted science. The Beaker Street Festival on next weekend in Hobart. There's a link on the Science Show website.